the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Another day, another dollar. Show dedicated to trying to get you to retirement. Wake up and start saving more. It's 2019. Big event coming up. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. What a great location. Easy parking, easy to get to. 630 to 830 Thursday, the 24th. CFP Chad Burton will be there from New Focus Financial. You can find out more about the event and sign up at the event at newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25. Mr. Burton, how are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Pretty simple, pretty for, straightforward today. Um, what we're going to talk about do you see signs of recession? Because I, I think the fourth quarter last year, especially around December, people started getting a little bit um, talking about the recession 2019, 2020, and starting a little bit more bullet point with it. What's your thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many, the idea that, oh, we're going through an economic slowdown, the Fed's are just going to raise interest rates blindly um, was a little bit silly, and that kind of showed to be true. As the Fed, after we had a market pullback and we started to see softer, less signs of growth, they they calmed us and said we're probably not going to raise rates four times next year. Um, we had you know steep pullback from some really high highs where the market had rallied you know nearly nine percent for the year between May and September, and then it pulled back twenty. But let's put this in perspective a little bit. Since Christmas Eve. We've had a 12.5% rally on small cap stocks in the Russell 2000. We've had an 8.5% rally in the S&P 500. International developed stocks, despite Brexit, up 6.8% since Christmas Eve. And emerging markets, up 5.7% since Christmas Eve, despite you know trade issues. So whether or not we have a recession in 2019, 2020, it doesn't really matter. The thing that you can't do is panic or emotionally invest during downturns, because people forgot about tax loss selling. People that panicked during that correction and pulled out in December, they're, they're having a tough time right now, right? They've missed out on an increase. Yeah. Um, you know, with that said, we have had a nice increase from the bottom. So if you're way too aggressively positioned for your point in life, you know, if you're five years from retirement, 100% in stocks, it's, it's probably a good time to make an adjustment now. Um, and then I guess we can talk whether or not we see signs of recessions or not, because they come and go. It doesn't really matter. It's preparing your retirement portfolio for a recession. That that means that you don't have to sell during the downturns. That's what is going to get you through retirement. Not timing the market, but making sure you don't have to sell during a downturn. That's what's going to make your retirement okay. So <clears throat> we're talking about 401ks and start of the New Year's and 
do you change your portfolio in front of a recession that may or may not happen? What do you think about auto balance? Um, just not even worrying about the economy and just hitting that little feature that it automatically balances your portfolio for you, and which a lot of 401ks still have. Yeah, I think that's a great way to go when you're 20, 30, 40 years old for sure. In fact, if you're wondering, okay, how am I allocated versus the pros? Um, you know, if you're going to retire in 2050, 2060, then you should pull up those funds. Look at Fidelity Vanguard T. Rowe Price. Compare the asset allocation in those 2050, 2060 funds and what they own in large cap growth, large cap value, small cap growth, small cap value, international, emerging markets, all of those asset classes. Compare what the professionals own to what you own. Um, and once you correct your pie chart, yeah, setting it up so it rebalances quarterly, what that means is that it's setting your contributions to buy what's on sale and peeling growth off of the top that has gone a little bit too far too fast, maybe. And so it's a non-emotional way to invest, and anytime you can peel emotional out of investing, you're going to be better off in the long run. Sounds pretty good. Is there anything else that we need to hit on, or just uh, plug the seminar? Uh, no, the, the seminar is great. I mean, the... the if we look at what the signs of recession are, you've got that inverted yield curve on the two- and five-year. The bigger one is if the yield curve inverts where two-year bonds are paying more than 10-year bonds. Um, but we also have a weird situation with the Federal Reserve unwinding its balance sheet. Um, manufacturing uh, readings are showing you know slowdowns, but we also have a trade issue. These things can turn around very quickly. I think more what we're expecting in the next two years is that the comparables for stocks and the earnings that they've achieved in the last several years, it's just going to be harder to beat. Right. So the numbers are going to look more mediocre even though the economy's doing okay. And yet we're creating more profit uh, because of those tax cuts and situations like that. So it's all a matter of perspective. Um, big event coming up on the 24th. That's right around the corner. It's a Thursday evening, 630 to 830. Who's ideal for coming to an event like that, Chad? Well, it's, it's not really for the wealth builder. So if you're trying to figure out, you know, how to add to a 401k or it, it's, it's, you're going to kind of be bored. What this is for is you've been saving already. Uh, you think you're about 10 years from retirement. You think you, you're on track to saving enough to retire within the next 10 years or you're in retirement. And you're wondering, where do I get each dollar? I've got cash. I've got taxable accounts. I've got Roth. I've got 401ks. I've got a new tax cut that happened in 2017, where do I get my money with the cheapest amount of tax possible? Um, And how do I shelter myself from market events, from the recessions that occur every five to seven years? Um, This is, that's the event for you. So especially if this correction affected you, you know, you lost sleep, you made an emotional investment decision, uh, and you're trying to figure out how to avoid that. And part of that's just having a good plan in place for when these things happen. Sounds good. We will see you there. It's Thursday, the 24th of January, right around the corner. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And when you're there, you can see some downloadables about retirement and income building and wealth management um, and read a little bit more about what the seminar has to offer. It's the Elks Lodge on the 24th, Thursday. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get on in. Now, changing topics ever so slightly, we all know about Netflix and how they make this service of all these movies that you can watch anytime you want to watch them, right? 
Then you turn the page and you say, well, we also know about music. So we've got music and movies. These are things that we spend on maybe you go to one movie a month or six movies a year, and you can do the math and figure out if the service is going to be good for you or not. We're going to save money versus cable or going out. Or with music, how many CDs were you buying per year? The music industry kind of hit a home run on this one because we were buying fewer and fewer albums. And we were stealing the music. Napster let us feel like, well, if it's a digital file, and it's not like I actually went into a store and stole it. Well, the next one that's coming out, and there will be some investments here, is Microsoft. It is building a service for video games. How many video games do your kids buy a year? Or how many do you buy? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke your kids. Microsoft is building a service that intends to be the Netflix for games. The service is currently called Project X Cloud. They describe it as shorthanded Netflix for games. The idea is play high-quality blockbuster games on any device, thus Netflix for games. As 5G rolls out, we're going to see some <clears throat> pretty interesting things. Blazing speed. It'll take years for it to play out, in my opinion. I remember when 3G was being promised... And it took another five years on top of that to really get our phones going to where we wanted them to. And then it was still disappointing compared to the, the demos. But uh, video games is going to be a little bit more demanding because of the, how many times you have to be precise. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RORADIO25. See you there. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I want to get you to retirement. I want to save more money this year. I want to invest. I want to learn from my mistakes. There's a lot going on, right? I have a question for you. Um, I don't want to know about the Saved by the Bell. Where are they now? I've got kind of like some priorities, standards. (laughs) Okay, okay, if you have to tell me where are they now from Saved by the Bell. I think you should try to have some opinion, too. You know what I'm saying? You should have some standards. I've got a great dilemma. I've got a friend who's got some kids who are kind of high schoolish, And uh, I'm like, dude, how are your kids going to afford to live here? I'm like, well, they'll start with a one-bedroom apartment, and they'll move up, and, you know, kind of like me and my wife did, and they'll, you know, eventually get this big house. I'm like, I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> and I've got another friend who's a single dude. He's dating, so he's in a relationship where he just basically said, you know, I make a quarter of a million dollars a year, and I can't really afford to live here. And what he was implying was that that quarter of a million was a lot of work to get to that salary. And living here doesn't necessarily put him in a big house. It doesn't necessarily put him in a nice car. And then when you're in a nice car, you're in traffic. What do you think the future looks like? I'd love to hear from you. Rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Now, on to the bacon. McDonald's giving away free bacon. McDonald's is giving away free bacon. I go, is that a horse? Because I, I, I think the apocalypse is coming. For one day and one hour only, you can get bacon for free. Where else in the world can you get bacon for free? Well, come to my house. I'll give you a piece of bacon. 
And when I say a piece of bacon, I really mean just a piece of bacon. That's not a innuendo for anything else. <laughs> McDonald's is hosting a nationwide bacon bash and free bacon giveaway from 4 to 5 o'clock Tuesday at participating locations. Essentially, they've got some new sandwiches coming out that have bacon on them. And they've got some fries that have some cheese and bacon on it. And they've got an Oreo McFlurry that's got bacon in it. Because damn you millennials to hell. You love bacon, apparently. Donald is doing everything for you. That's what that story is all about, ladies and gentlemen. McDonald's and bacon. What it is is... I talked yesterday a little bit about Nike and how it's a great company and how it was around as a kid. And I knew what Nikes were. I knew what Kmart shoes were because that's what my family bought because we were middle income, lower. It's tough to say. It was a military family. So a lot of things that were really nice, like the housing. But the clothes kind of always felt like it was a poor man's Kmart you were shopping at. And I I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who shopped at Kmart, but it was called the um, PX. Uh, I guess that probably stood for, I want to say Postal Exchange. I don't know. Uh, but you'd go to the commissary and the PX, and you got food cheaper than anyone else did. You got clothes cheaper than anyone else did, but they were cheap. One hour of bacon. How much would you pay for the Super Bowl? Now, I hear Chad Burton, CFP Chad Burton, bless his pee-picking little heart, sometimes say, I believe in experiences. I just spent $1 million flying a helicopter to the top of a mountain, come down it really fast, and the helicopter picked me up and took me back up again. He believes in experiences. And I say, doesn't that creep in with your, like, wanting to, you know, not work till the day you die? And yeah, it's, it's up to you. But for if you want to go to the Super Bowl this year, how much do you think it's going to cost? Well, it, it's kind of a wide number. The cheapest ticket on StubHub right now, 3650 bucks. The most expensive ticket, a whopping $475,000 for a suite near the 20-yard line. That's not bad, right? If you're hoping to get the best deal, don't wait too long because according to history, prices creep up in the final 72 hours before the big show. I've got a friend who's going to the Super Bowl and he's taking his little eight-year-old kid. And I'm like, that's totally going to be lost on him. You should take me. And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm taking my eight-year-old kid because he's my eight-year-old kid. I'm like, no, he's really not going to appreciate it and buy you a beer like I would. Couldn't convince him. You know who he works for? Uber. Do you know why Uber's there? Because Uber's going to have a business that is so big that they can afford Super Bowl suites and tickets and things like that. Uber coming public next year. Ooh. Daddy likes stories like that. You know why? Because they're fun to tell. And what is Uber going to get into? When you learned yesterday that Starbucks is expanding delivery of coffee, for just $2.95, you can have coffee delivered to your door. That's crazy. And it's Uber Eats who's going to be driving it to you. Dow Component, IBM, Procter & Gamble, and United Technology all exceeded expectations. It's like happy days are here again. I want to put on my 1920s flapper costume. I know, weren't flappers just women who had the ability to dance really well, move their bodies, and shake things? Well, I, I have a costume like that. So I want to put on my happy days are here again. Da, 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 da. Market's up. Yesterday, the market was down. Oh, you're killing me, market. Would you just get consistently going higher until the day I quit and retire? Walmart up 1.2%, being upgraded to overweight from equate. Back to McDonald's real quick. And the fact that they're doing this bacon stunt. 
it's a lot like a Nike, where if you were to buy it, you could probably do okay with it over time. They've shown us that they can operate during wars, during depressions, during recessions, during oppressions, during an oppressive government. They still stay open. And that's all I got for you, ladies and gentlemen. And you move through this period of life where you're like, well, I'm 20, and I can get 20 nuggets for $5, and I don't have a lot of money because my dad grew up in this Bay Area, and I don't know where to go. You can get 20 nuggets for five bucks. Woohoo! Right? And then you fall in love and you're like, I'm going to cook dinner for you, sweetie. You're the woman of my dreams. And it's really delicious. And then you're like, let's stop going to McDonald's. Let's cook for each other. We're, we're that couple. And then you have kids and you're like, I'm not going to go to McDonald's. I'm just going to put the baby under the table and we're going to sit down at a fine restaurant with nice clo- uh, linen cloth. Shut up, baby. We're eating. Shut up, baby. And then. Just so you know, instead of Robitussin, a little kick puts baby right to sleep. Just Behave a gentle yourself. little kick. I'm kidding. I'm not, a, I'm not that guy. But then you get to the point where, like, at six, they're no longer going to sleep. And they're like, yeah, I want to get McDonald's. And you're like, who took you to McDonald's? And you find out that nanny took them to na- McDonald's. And the kid's addicted to McDonald's. That's why you want to own. That's the life cycle of McDonald's. And then you turn 60, 65, and your taste buds start to go. And you just randomly show up at Taco Bell and McDonald's, and no one understands why. And you're like, it's delicious. President Trump doesn't plan to soften his position on China or make a deal for the wall. That's the background noise today, because other than that, the market's up. And I say, sweet market, sweet. Oh, big seminar coming up Thursday. Thursday, 6.30, It's in Palo Alto. It's at the Elks Lodge. It's about income and retirement. What this show is really all about is live until you die with some income. So you can learn more by uh, it's this Thursday. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25. It's Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I woke up last night at 1 a.m. And I turned on CNBC Europe. And I saw a pretty cool thing. Boeing's taking a step forward with Uber Air taxis. Sweet. I'm not there. I'm not buying it yet, but... It's a great story. Bitcoin's going to go to zero. So said one reporter from Davos. Um, I find that kind of interesting because, well, 2017, people thought it was going to go to 50,000 to 100,000. And YouTube has announced that they're stretching out their ambitions to be a cable TV company, but a wireless TV company with streaming platform. They're already in 100 plus markets. They're going big time with it now, they say. So interesting years ahead to think about. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. NewFocusFinancial.com. Did the show previous to this one, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, AM 1220, KDOW. Uh, Bitcoin going to zero, Chad Burton. What say you? Uh, I don't know about that. I think that the you know cryptocurrencies aren't super easy to use here, but overseas there's a lot of places that, hey, I don't want to keep money in my country's currency, so I'm going to keep it somewhere. But it's the cost of doing business right now with Bitcoin and the volatility, it's just it's a little bit too much to say, oh, this is mainstream right now. I don't think it ever dies 100%, but 
you know, is it an investment? No, because it doesn't have earnings. It's a store of value, and it's a very wild ride if you're going to store your value there, right? Yeah, I, I, I just I stay away. It's like, I don't know. I get, have, I'm old enough now where I know things that are going to get me in trouble. Hot cars, hot women, hot stocks. And that was one that was just too hot for me, so I just stayed away from it. Anyway, I'm going to see you Thursday night, 6.30 to 8.30, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We're going to talk about income and retirement, a very near and dear issue to, I think, everyone as we're all going to head towards retirement at some point. Uh, Why is retirement income planning so necessary, would you say? Because you make it so so stringent. You make it, there's rules. Well, yeah, somebody asked me the other day is, you know, I haven't Googled it yet, but isn't there just a list of real high dividend paying stocks that you can buy and hold on to them? And I'd say, yeah, uh, you know, that list last year would have probably had GE on it. It's a high yielding stock because the stock price had fallen so much before the dividend had that the yield was showing as a very high number. But then, man, when they cut that dividend, look out below. That's what happened. So investing in high-yielding stocks, high-yield bonds, preferred stocks. If you think, as you go into retirement, you need to push your portfolio in that direction, basically you're setting yourself up for a disaster in many cases. If you look at all that stuff in the credit crisis, if you look at all that stuff, when interest rates jump, it gets hammered. And investing in high-yielding stocks is almost a way to invest in garbage in many cases, because if if a stock is yielding way more than the market average yield in the S&P 500, which is a little over 2%, it's because of added risk. They're either massive leveraging or something's going on. Now, I love dividend-paying stocks, but we use what's called the dividend achiever approach, where you buy companies that you still want growth out of the share price. They do pay a dividend. It's got to be a yield of at least 1% or more. But most of these stocks are in the 2 to 3% range because they increase their dividend on a year-over-year basis. Even last year, when a lot of stocks were down, the majority of the companies increased their dividend by over 10%, in fact. So, you get paid to wait during a down market, and you're not investing in stuff that's really sensitive to higher rates or credit cycles. So, investing just for yield in retirement can be a mistake. You stick with a good portfolio strategy, and what works is as those stocks, those equities grow, you peel enough of that growth off the table to replenish the cash that you're spending in retirement. That's how you actually get through good economies, bad economies, corrections, recessions, and everything else. It's not investing for yield. Something that I've started using as a phrase, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but I'll say to the wife, I'll say, you can't spend like that in retirement. Um, that's why I want to save more because I feel like I can't spend like that in retirement. Is that a fair statement? Have you ever heard that? Has anyone ever thrown that out? Maybe we should patent it. Yeah. There's another thing I heard today. What can you something like, um, what can you trade money for time for in retirement? Like uh, people that used to eat out all the time. Can you somehow get a passion for cooking and, and, you know, do your own lunches and dinners? So you're spending less in retirement. Uh, retirement's very lumpy, though, Rob. I mean, my retirement is going to be very expensive the first 10 years. And yeah. I'm going to put off my retirement because I want to spend money on things and memories now while my body's able. Um, so you just kind of have to plan for that stuff. And you also have to vision what your retirement's going to be like. 
to have a successful retirement. Because if you just work and work and work and save your portfolio value that you targeted and then you retire, you're going to be bored or miserable or worrying about your money too much. I hear you on that. Let's talk about taxes. Instead of cooking classes to save money in retirement, how about we just pay no taxes? I got an email from an elderly couple who says, we don't make income. Do we need to pay taxes? And that's what their email would have sounded like if they had talked to me directly. They don't pay income. They don't make well, income. Do we need well, to still pay taxes? I'm like, I think you do. You've got to tell the IRS well, you're still alive. Actually, no. I mean, in retirement, you can have a bunch of income and still pay a 0% federal tax, in fact. So one of the examples that I give, I give a, uh, one where somebody needs $75,000 a year, and they're getting 25 okay. from Social Security, Maybe they have 3000 on on interest from their bank accounts, and maybe they own some stocks and get $7,000 of qualified dividends. Maybe they own some tax-free bonds and get 5000 from that, and they take some of their, their money from their taxable account at 35000 That's not all gains. Maybe only half of that's gain. They got a total gross income of seventy five grand. Taxable income is a little less than that, but they have exemptions, and they have a certain amount that they can take at a 0% capital gains bracket. You could have in that scenario seventy five grand of gross income and pay up to a zero percent federal tax. Now there's gonna be some state in there and you can even do some Roth conversion on top of it. So if you have different types of accounts in retirement and you blend your income the right way, some cash, some interest from bonds, some dividends from stocks, some capital gains from selling assets, you can enjoy a very low low bracket under this current tax code. Interesting stuff. Big seminar Thursday night, 630 to 830, Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. That's just right around the corner. It's the first one of the year, so there's going to be a lot of that what to expect ahead. What else can people expect from the seminar? And they can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. What else are you going to chit-chat about Thursday evening? Well, we'll, we'll talk about things like, you know, the people that I gave is assuming somebody retires with a lot of different you know, pools of money, their their pre-tax 401k or IRA, their tax-free Roth, and gains from stocks. And blending income, you have a lot more opportunities. If you retire and you only have a 401k, it's all about Roth conversion strategies in those early years of retirement. So we talk about how you do that so that you can build up a tax-free pool of money for the rest of your life. Um, and look at other things like maybe you have a year with really high medical expenses, and you can use those horrible situations to create a tax-free situation where you convert money from an IRA to a Roth to, to make sure you're using your medical expenses that year. Um, the, the big thing is, Rob, I don't think these taxes are going to be around after 2026. I think they'll go up again. So really okay. focus on the advantages of this and, and, and save as much money as you can over the long term of retirement. I hear you on that. Um, speaking of which, out of Davos today, Ray Dalio said, raising taxes on wealthy Americans in response to the defining issue of our time, which is income inequality, could have huge and unintended consequences on the markets. Pretty interesting stuff coming out of Davos. A lot of it's theory, but it's still pretty interesting stuff. Um, finally, um, 401k issues tied towards tax planning. Uh, isn't it kind of like you don't really have to think about tax planning with 401ks? Or are you talking about towards the last couple of days before you retire, you start thinking about it? What do we need to know? Well, definitely think about it now. So like, if you're younger listening to this show and you're, you haven't hurt, hit the you know, big stride in your earnings, really focus on the Roth 401k. Um, if you're, let's say you're in your 50s and you're listening, you've, you're on track for retirement, but all you've been doing is saving pre-tax in your 401k, start doing Roth IRAs. 
even a small Roth conversion to get the clock started. Uh, you, you can also look at the MAGO backdoor Roth IRA where you can make after-tax contributions to your 401k and then convert it into the Roth 401k inside your company's plan. A lot of companies are doing that, like Cisco, Apple, Microsoft. So that's a way to put your pre-tax money in plus an after-tax contribution that goes into a Roth, and you can all of a sudden save, get you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars into a Roth over a couple of years if you're able to save that much. Um, so start getting that different, those different pools of money saved up, so you're not just retiring with 401k money that has not yet been taxed. Sounds good. Thanks for joining me at CFP. Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a copy of his podcast there that you can subscribe to. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Well, there you can sign up for the event Thursday evening, 630 to 8.30. It's in the Palo Alto Elks Lodge, which is oddly enough in Palo Alto. It's super easy to find, super easy to park, free parking, which is nice. Hotels. Doing events at hotels are just, they nickel and dime you, man. Um, but not so much Palo Alto Elk Side. You can find out more information by going to newfocusfinancial.com. Markets go up. Markets go down. They tend to trend higher over time. We tend to get most nervous when they go sideways to down. When we should be excited, we get nervous and anxious. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. You ever feel like you just drink battery acid? And you look at what's in your hand and it's not battery acid. And you're like, man, that tastes like battery acid. Awesome. I think I, think I might have an ulcer. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, YouTube's got this big bet against cable and it's kind of an interesting little story because it really shows you how well do you know your company that you're invested in youtube's tv streaming service is expanding its coverage <coughs> as it continues to invest with big cable invest in fights with big cable and also kind of with netflix right it's 40 bucks a month it's going to cover 98 percent of the u.s households it's going from 100 markets to 195 markets. Right now, they've got about 800,000 paying subscribers. And it's 40 bucks a month, and it's got some pretty good services on it. Your local channels and your local market. CNN, ABC, Fox. Premium networks like Stars for additional money. Or if you have HBO Go or HBO Now, you can uh, port it over if you get like a Roku. And suddenly your costs are going up, right? YouTube has previously highlighted the availability of live sporting events because they have, like, Comcast. So let's say you truly are a Sharks fan or a Warriors fan, and you buy a home. You move to upstate New York, but you got the service while you had a billing address in California, so you could kind of take that service with you. Um, It's pretty cool the way it works out. And, again, I don't mind people saving money. I'm not against it. Uh, cable companies are feeling the effects of the surge of new competing services and people leaving. You're seeing companies like Disney losing over a billion dollars in streaming through its ESPN Plus, and its stake in Hulu and YouTube TV is reportedly losing money on every single subscriber. But they're building the service. Viacom just agreed to acquire streaming service Pluto TV for $340 million. And NBC said last week that they plan to launch a new service themselves. And 
they may just have to take that show called Seinfeld away from Netflix. Wow, that's hitting them low. Tiny homes, are they going to be the answer for the U.S.'s housing crisis? If you make love to your spouse tonight and have a child, is your child going to be forced to live in a tiny house? I'm not talking tiny like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs tiny. I'm talking like a glorified trailer. That's pretty. It's got all the building decisions that would go into a high-end condo. But you squeeze everything into it. Try to get as high ceiling of it as possible as you can get. Affordable housing solutions. Interesting, right? A micro-village. 13 small modular homes just north of downtown Nashville. It's starting to... I'm not going to say catch on, but teeny tiny little homes are going for rent of $1,000 a month. If you get a studio apartment in downtown Nashville, it's about 1500 a month. So is it finding tools that you can kind of use to save money? That's part of it. God, the stories, the headlines. It's one thing that I'm not going to miss about doing news and radio and television one day. Nurse arrested in sexual assault of incapacitated woman who gave birth at Phoenix Care Facility. Like, what? Every day. So these tiny homes have French doors and granite countertops, and they're nice. As a way of offsetting some of the development boom that's going on, boom, where an average home in Nashville costs between 140 and 260000 is this the answer? French doors, hardwood floors, stainless steel, all in a dressed-up pig with lipstick trailer. Am I showing you... Am I showing you my weakness as a human being that I grew up in a normal-sized house and I think, whoa, I don't know if I want to live in a small, teeny-tiny house. Yeah, I'm kind of a brat, aren't I? Some people are like, you should see where I grew up. Yeah, I'm okay. So all three major stock indices rose despite worries over the global economy. A lot of mixed signals on trade going on right now. Nervousness over the U.S. government shutdown that every day we're going like, is this really still going on? And how many Americans are getting paychecks? And they, what's this look like? And then you turn on the news and you see like TSA agents getting you know, freebies. Pick up a can of green beans on your way out from the food store. Or the food, food bank, right? IBM, United Tech, Procter & Gamble all opened higher. Starbucks earnings right around the corner. And a Starbucks, nothing but Starbucks, global coffee chain, Starbucks, scheduled to report fiscal first quarter financial results. Yesterday, they said they're going to start doing mobile delivery. Pretty cool. So Starbucks stock is up this year, just a skosh. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Starbucks other than say it looks like a great long-term investment. So, as whenever you drive by the stores, they're, they're not hurting for customers. 800-516-1220. But they have done some mistakes, you know, getting in a, their dependence on malls at one point in time. When people, foot traffic started slowing down to malls. And then they've got a lot of micro stores, like inside Safeways and things. Anyhow, Oracle's in trouble. They allegedly withheld $400 million in wages from underrepresented employees. You can find out more about me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Sign up for the big event coming up Thursday, January 28th, 6.30 to 8.30. I'll get there probably around 6-ish if you want to chit-chat a little. You can sign up online at robblackshow.com and use code RADIO25. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.